The answer to the question is consistency. It's less about volume and more about consistency. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, it's Mark DeGrasse here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Welcome, everybody, to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, and I have a very special guest today, one of our certified partners, Atiba D'Souza. He's the CEO of Client Attraction Pros and has helped rank 3,000 pages over the last six years to get onto page one, which is an enormous accomplishment if you know anything about SEO. So welcome, Atiba. Hey, thanks, Mark, and thanks, everyone. So glad to be here with you today. I'm so excited to have you because I think the, there's been so many major changes in privacy and tracking and metrics for all elements of digital marketing. And I think the big question everyone has is, does SEO still work? And if it does, what, what has changed in, the, in that field? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I get that question a lot too, Mark. So I'm glad that you asked it. And the reality is, absolutely. SEO still works. And and one of the interesting things is you'll start to see so many of the paid guys, they now want to get into SEO because SEO is where it's at, guys. Because what all the privacy stuff has done in the world is said, you need to create great content. You can't just trick people into clicking on a, on a link anymore and get their information. You have to actually give them value to want to give you their information. So it's SEO all day long. Well, it's actually, you know, for, for kind of classic marketers, if you, you want to call us that, people who've been doing marketing for over 10 years online, like this is going back to the roots, back to, you know, how we all started, where it was, hey, who could put out the best content, who could optimize it the best, and that's who wins. I, I kind of feel like over the last few years, everybody's been kind of got dependent on getting that first party data and all that information that we used to be able to collect on all social media and all Google. And now that's gone. So now it's it's up to the old guys to come in and start producing stuff again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, that leads me to a really interesting point too, because we depended on Facebook and Google for traffic, right? And that's really when, when you talk about SEO, you're talking about traffic. That's what you're trying to get. And we went there and we got first party data from those other networks where we were renting traffic from, right? And that's why we have to go back 
and really start to understand what does the traffic want? And more importantly, Mark, too, how has consumption changed? Because years ago, you can write a 2,000-word blog and people wanted to read. They don't anymore. <laughs> right? Well, I think, no, it takes too long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it takes absolutely too long. And, you know, we've all heard the stats about adult attention span today down to something like something ridiculous, like seven seconds. So in other words, we got to get in, get the information to them quickly and hold their attention for shorter spaces of time. And that's why I believe the future of SEO is actually in video, not written content anymore. Love it. Well, and I think it's a huge opportunity too, because a lot of marketers have avoided video and kind of stuck to their roots of, of written word, which I always explained it by saying like, you know, the algorithm or how it was before was YouTube and Google, they don't watch videos. They just read descriptions. Is that still the case? Or is there some been some developments in terms of, you know, those systems being able to evaluate video content? So there's definitely been developments and there's still arguments about what those developments actually are. Okay. Because, you know, Uncle Google, they don't like to actually tell us the truth about what they can do yeah <laughs> okay which is weird but here's what i can tell you categorically if you publish a video and you also publish the srt which is the subtitle file on youtube google absolutely absolutely reads that subtitle file and looks for keywords and looks for the what this video is all about okay now, a few years ago, a little birdie did tell me, and, and I did see data on this that said that Google also can listen to your videos now, and they've gotten that good. I believe that that is true. However, they've never themselves come, come out and said that. So that being said, if you're looking at video and you're saying, okay, so what should I do then? Well, one, produce quality content that actually moves the needle for the listener. They've got to actually learn something in what you're producing, and then two, produce the SRT file, which given the number of tools that do that today, it's so easy and so inexpensive to do. That's that's genius. I never thought about how transcription has improved so much over the last even year or two, it feels like. And all, all YouTube or Google has to do is transcribe it, read it, and they'll know all the keywords you said. Everything. Ha. Huh. So Absolutely. That, that's... I mean. Well, for video production, I think that's that even for me, and I produce videos constantly, like I didn't even connect those two things in terms of like, when you write an article, you know, we've been writing articles forever, you think, okay, here's my keywords, here's my keyword variations that I'll incorporate into it. Here's how I use the headlines, here's how I use that. But when I write scripts for videos, I haven't actually applied that same framework. So if I did, would that work more effectively? Yes. So that's actually what we do for our clients. Okay. So We've taken a lot of what we've done forever on the written side of the world and written SEO and applied it to video. So you start with keyword research. You start with topic research. You start with, and this is the key one for video, you start with the question that people are actually asking. Okay? So if you consider... What is the question that someone asked that I'm going to give an answer to here? Right? Make that the title of your video. 
then mention it multiple times in your video. You say, yeah, but that's not the question that I want. Who cares? It's what they want to know. It's what they want. And Google knows it's what they want to know. And when you make that linkage, that's how you master SEO with video. I know I'm jumping a little bit fast here, but that's the key. We don't want to just produce videos and videos are not easy to produce. You said it, it takes time, right? It takes time. And that's why we as marketers, content marketers especially, have stayed away from it for so long because it takes so much time and it takes the client as well because we can't do it alone, right? But the reality there is if you're going to invest that time, which you have to now moving forward in 2022 and beyond, then you have to make it worthwhile. And if we're going to make it worthwhile, we want to produce a video that has the opportunity to rank on page one of YouTube and page one of Google. Okay. And the way we do that is by making sure that the video answers a specific question that a real user has asked. That's fantastic. Well, I think it's so you know, you always think in terms of, well, I used to think in terms of like, okay, I could either optimize my title for SEO or I could optimize it for virality, right? Like what's, what's the clickbaity title? I could say like, you know, if you don't do this one thing, you'll probably die on the way home today. Like, oh my God, I got to click on that, but it has nothing to do with potentially the, the subject material, right? Right. Like breathe. That was the answer. So how do you, how do you combine those two aspects? So, you know, they're, they're tools um, and tools can help you. So one of the things that we use is actually TubeBuddy. So TubeBuddy or vidIQ, both of them are really, really great tools that help you combine those two realities of how can I take the actual question that was asked and maybe append. So the question is there and maybe we append a little bit on the front or the back based on other videos that did get great viewership already on this topic, right? So maybe it is that we added two or three more words on that make people want to click on it more, okay? So we use tools to do that. Just like you used to use tools when written content with, you know, CoSchedule's Headline Studio, we used to use a lot to help us create great headlines. Same thing. That was awesome. So in terms of, let's just say, you know, somebody who's just getting into video, like, okay, you know, I, I listened to Atiba, he convinced me I need to start doing video. How could they start kind of transferring their effort from more written to, to more video? Great question. And it's actually simpler than you think. Let's say your topic is digital marketing. Let's keep it real relevant. Okay. Go to Google and type in di digital marketing. Once you do that, as we all know, Google gives you a section that says people also asked, and it gives you a section of questions that people have asked. Those are real questions that people typed into Google. Look at those. Choose the ones that are relevant to the topics that you want to talk about and use those as your titles. Stick that into, buddy. Let it tell you how to optimize it and then create videos about those. That's the easiest way to start, Mark. No, that's awesome. Well, I'll, I'll give you one one thing we actually do at Digital Marketer, and I don't know if anybody's figured it out yet, but a lot of our newer video content, instead of actually writing brand new content, since we've been around for 12 years, we have 
3,000 articles. So we actually just research what are the best articles that are ranking right now. And then we take the best articles and we write scripts on them. And then we just produce the videos. Like that's that's our cheat. Everybody knows that though, so it's not cheap. Well, let me, so number one, from a strategy perspective, not that we expect, hey guys, come on, this is a digital marketer. Not that we wouldn't expect <laughs> that they had great <laughs> ways of doing digital marketing, right? But no, that's great. So if you have been around, if you have a client that's been around for a long time and you've produced a ton of content, so this is one of the things that we're doing now for a lot of our clients as well, that we've been writing content for, for 10 years or so, is exactly what you just said. We're looking at what has ranked well, because that says what? Google believes that it's valuable and it's getting traffic, so people are consuming it, right? And so... We've got both sides of the coin saying, this is good content. And we're taking that. And here's the, the, the big difference, though. And, and I want to point this out because I think, especially if you're an agency owner, you're probably going to listen to this and say, yeah, but that's digital marketer. And you know they've got all the resources and they've got all the time. And my clients don't have time. Okay, And I face that, too. My clients don't have time. They don't want to get on video or they don't want to fix the hair or they don't. They have tons of excuses. There are tools that can help you guys. Okay, There's a tool called Lumen5. Lumen5 can actually take, it's an AI tool. I don't know if you know Lumen5, Mark, but it's an AI tool that will take written content, analyze it, and then create a video out of it. It will find stock footage stock video, stock images, and put it together, and then you can edit it. Is it perfect? No. But guess what? If your client won't create it for you, it's a way that you can create it for them. Oh, that's awesome. That is a huge tip. Well, and I think that, you know, in terms of production, I think that makes things so much easier for people because they could just look at, okay, here's what's interesting that you've already done. Just switch it up and, and make a little video out of it. Now, for... You know, people who have been ranking on Google, I know there has been some changes where you get that like instant answer, you know, box that shows up at the top of Google. Then you get a list of those drop down items where it's like people also ask this. Is it possible to optimize your video content to rank for those? So the short answer is I believe that Google is going to be changing and, and giving you an, a yes there. Right now, they're only showing videos as either in the carousel or in the video section in their search results. So they haven't, that I've heard, come out specifically and said that in the people also asked that we'll start showing videos there. However, there is a hack. And here is the hack. Let's say, and, and when you produce videos, one of the beautiful parts of, about producing videos is a massive topic called repurposing, which we just touched on just a little bit just now, Mark, right? But if you're going to produce a video, you then get introduced to this entire world of repurposing the video content. And one of the best ways to repurpose video content, other than putting it on social media, cutting it up and putting it on social, is to take that video content that you created, take that SRT file, that, that caption file that we talked about earlier, right? Write a little description, which you probably already did for YouTube, and stick all of that on a blog post with the video embedded. Now, 
from an, a straight on-page SEO perspective, my H1 is going to be the question that was asked that I was answering. My H2s are going to be the sub-questions to those questions. So we're going to help Google understand the hierarchy of what we're putting on this page. Okay? We even take the, the transcript file. We're putting the, all the text of the transcript on the blog. And if there's a point in there where we answer a question or a sub-question, we put that as an H2 in the transcript file as well on the blog. Why are we doing this? Because we want to rank in that people also ask, in, that, in, that, in those knowledge areas on Google search. So can you get the native video from YouTube in there? Not yet. But what you can get is your article in there that has the video. Okay. Love that. And that's, that's such a simple format to say like the big question and then the little questions that come after. And it's just so, you know, progressive in terms of uh, Google's ability to keep on reading it and find, oh yeah, this is all info that I've been looking for. And here you go. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. Let's talk real quick about the SRT file. So you said that you have some tools for after you produce it, I'm guessing you have the video and then you feed it into a system? Yes. So there are tons out there. There's some that will do it automatically, and it depends on how much you want to do yourself. However, you can use like rev.com. You can send them your video, and they will send you back the transcript. And I think, don't quote me on this, guys, but I think it's like 60 cents a minute or something. It's really inexpensive. Okay, go to their website because I haven't been there in a while. It's really inexpensive. Or we use Descript. Now, we absolutely love Descript. Because inside of Descript, what we can do, and now I'm going to tell you about SRT, but then we're also going to talk a little bit about repurposing to Mark, okay, inside of Descript. So we can take a video, import it into Descript. Descript is going to transcribe the entire video. One of the things I love, too, with Descript is it can pick up that there are different speakers. So let's say you did an interview or you had two people talk. It can figure out the different speakers and then collate the content and put their names on each each section, which is genius all by itself. Okay, You can then edit the transcript if it got some words wrong, which it does. It's about 80% accurate. Okay, So you can edit it. 
you can then take the, the, the transcript and burn it into the actual video right there inside of Descript. But then this is the part that I absolutely love. Absolutely, absolutely love. Now let's say you want to repurpose your content and you want to put some of it on Instagram. And it can only be a minute long, but you did a 30-minute video. Well, you can't put the whole thing on there. But maybe there was a 45-second piece that was really good. You can go into Descript and just take that little piece and it will cut it out and create a 45-second video for you with the transcript. That is so cool. We actually use Descript here. I haven't explored it a ton <laughs> because, like you said, we have a team, so we'll just do it. But yeah, the two, like the transcription accuracy is so much better than it used to be because I used to, actually, I had tools back from 2005, I want to say. I worked for a company that, it wasn't transcript, well, it did transcription, but then it also was translating and the, it, the translations were just awful. So we ended up having to hire translators for 50 languages. And right. that's wow. expensive. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but now it's like, yeah, Descript has been fantastic for us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other side here, guys, is, you know, you can do all of this by yourself okay, if you have the time to do it. Or you can hire a team to do it. Or you can hire agencies like ours that, that does, will do this for you as well. Okay. But the key is if you're producing video content, you have to repurpose. Okay. We are at a place now where if for our clients, if they send us a 15 minute video, we will return to them a minimum of 15 repurposed assets, minimum, sometimes a lot more than that. And just think about how much you can do with that. That's fantastic. No, love it. And I think, you know, actually that, that brings up a good point. What do you think the volume of content you should be producing on video? Like should it be a video a week? or a month, or what's what's good? The answer to the question is yes. No, seriously. The answer to the question is consistency. It's less about volume and more about consistency, especially if you're producing content for YouTube. YouTube and Google, and Google has been this way from the beginning, okay? They want consistency. So back in the day, we used to tell people, hey, if you're producing blog posts, if you can afford to do one a month, do one a month, publish it on the same day, every single month, Google loves consistency. The Google bot wants to come and know that on the fifth of the month, I'm going to get a new article from you and I can count on you. Okay? It's the same thing here on YouTube. It's about consistency. And so the answer is how much can you commit to? commit to daily? Can you commit to weekly? Can you commit to monthly? Okay. Now, that being said, the more you create, the more YouTube and Google will love you. If you can create a new video every day, Google will love you for that. However, if, and I've, I've tested this, and, and I've tested this theory on brand new channels, guys. So started a brand new channel, created a video every day, 45 days in a row, okay? And watched as it grew, subscribers grew, comments grew, and then I took a week off and then went back. And guess what? Views tanked. That makes sense. You know, they, they are looking for creators, right? They don't want just somebody. And I, I always had to explain that to people because I, I had a client once that he had like a very exclusive video that everybody wanted to see. And he put it up. It got, I think, 3 million views. 
And his subscribership, because he'd never really posted very often, still was like 100 or right. 60 or something like that. Like, it, it didn't matter that he had a viral video that was huge. He didn't, he wasn't producing content regularly. Right. right. And that, that's the key. It's all about consistency. So if it's you you're creating video for, figure out what you realistically can do that you can stick to. If it's your client, have that conversation with them in terms of what they can do and what they're willing to pay for. Let's be real, right? What they're willing to pay for and how much they can do and stick with it. Love it. Stick with it. Awesome. Well, I think those are those are huge tips. Awesome tools too. I think you listed like at least five or six tools that would make everybody's life easier right off the bat. So thank you for that. Any other any other tips for let's say agencies or individual marketers who want to, you know, get their clients into video? Yeah. For agencies and or marketers wanting to get your clients into video, the reality is, and you're facing exactly what I'm facing, clients want omnipresent stardom overnight mm-hmm. <laughs> okay let you've got no nice. calls you've gotten them right then they say hey i want to be on youtube and i want to be an influencer on instagram and i mean what how do i master tiktok and oh oh, oh yeah and linkedin too and and they want that and they want to be the big person on all of those channels all of the and they want it Instantly. overnight right? And you're probably have said to them, that's not possible. And you're right. It's not possible. But here's how you get there. Video and repurposing that video. Just imagine for a moment, imagine what we've been talking about here. We take one 15 minute video. Okay. One 15 minute video. We turn that into a blog post. You can turn it into a podcast. We can cut it up into snippets. We can do teaser videos. We can do one-minute videos. We can do three-minute videos. We can do five-minute videos for LinkedIn. Okay, We can cut it up into all of these different pieces. We, Depending on the type of video, we can create infographics out of it. Then we create what we call mean quotes. So you said something important. Great. We turn it into a, a quote image. Awesome. You can do so much in terms of the repurposing. Then you repurpose in different sizes. So vertical, square, and wide. Different platforms need each. And then after that, it's all about posting. They want omnipresence, great. You took one video, you created 15, 20 assets out of it, and now you can post those things on seven or eight different networks all at the same time. Love it. Well, and the neat thing is, you know, because I always talk about the kind of your brand voice and your brand cohesiveness, like how how consistent are you among channels? If you start with that one 15 minute video, then you're going to look so consistent almost instantly. If they want an instant result, I would say, hey, you want instant brand recognition and people, you know, realizing that that's you, then one 15 minute video repurposed, you know, you got months worth of content and everybody's going to be like, oh, I don't know where I saw you, but I saw you somewhere and you can say, wow, everywhere. Cause I posted yes. on, you know, yes. five platforms 20 times. Absolutely. And, and so I'm glad you said that too, because what we call that and actually one of our packages is called build your authority. And that's what we're doing there. You're building authority. And that's what our clients tell us. And that's why I can tell you guys that this works because they come back to us and say, people are saying that they're seeing me everywhere. 
Yeah. Yep. Because they are. <laughs> well, that, that's always such a hard thing because I think people think of like, okay, well, I'm going to get good at Facebook or I'm going to get good at TikTok or I'm going to get at Twitter or whatever it is. And, and really, it's it, every individual consumes information differently. So hit them all and see, you know, what has the most effect that you can always dial it down from there. Yes. And so and I'm glad you brought that point up because that could be a point of confusion for a lot of people when we say, you know, post it, get omnipresent. And how do we manage all of that? For all of our clients, we manage one of their profile. So if we realize that your audience is on Instagram, then we're going to manage your Instagram. Yes, content goes everywhere. But the platform we focus on is Instagram. If you're a LinkedIn client, the platform we focus on is LinkedIn even though we have content going everywhere, okay? Because what we're doing is when someone is on, let's face it, how many networks are you on? Like, if you're listening to oh, us, you think about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> right? And so you may not respond on Instagram, but you saw it on, on LinkedIn and responded there, mm-hmm. right? And so we focus on one network in terms of that's where we engage, And if someone does pick up something on another network, we send them to the network that we prefer. That's a huge tip. No, love it. Well, and it's, I think that's a really good point because it's, it, a lot of people think one or the other, like, well, my, my people are on Facebook, so I'm only going to worry about Facebook where, like you said, just repurpose it and then send people back. And you'll see that all the time on like, say Facebook is really trying to get into the, you know, TikTok video type content. And a lot of times when you click on that and you watch it and you're like, oh, well, let me see the comments. The comments will actually send you over to Instagram because that's where they want this type of consumer. So they're doing it too. Well, I think those are all fantastic tips, I think, for you know anybody resistant to video. Hopefully this helps them be less resistant, especially the SEO people because the SEO people are the hardest to convert because right. they've been, <laughs> well, it's the oldest. The oldest digital marketing profession is written content. So... You know, I, I get it, but they need to need to get with the times, I think. So in that regards, how can people, you know, find more about you to have you help them? Great. So you can always reach me at clientattractionpros.com. That's our website. Then on LinkedIn, Atiba D'Souza on LinkedIn. I'm Atiba D'Souza on Instagram. And on TikTok, we're actually client attraction pros. Because believe it or not, somebody took Atiba D'Souza on TikTok before wow. I could get it. Huh. Go figure. That's unlucky. dang it (laughs) go buy it from him that's how i I always was trying to get mega mad was my business and megamad.com actually i think it was available but it was like five thousand dollars i'm like i don't need that but my name uh, you know fortunately there's not too many mark degrasses out there so i got got that one covered yeah nice well thank you so much for coming on i think you know super valuable tips good tools and you know i think it's just really practical argument for hey written people just get on video like it's technically once you get going on i know starting up is hard but once you get going it's so much easier to to shoot videos than it is to write so if people need more (laughs) you know more incentive to get into it then there you go in addition to you're going to go out of business unless you get into video that's that's probably the bigger (laughs) that's the biggest one (laughs) (laughs) that's the biggest one right there well thank you so much and thank you for being one of our certified partners you know being able to direct people to you is always very comforting because we know they're going to get taken care of you and i appreciate the opportunity to be here
Well, thank you so much, everyone else, for listening and tune in next time for some more great digital marketing tips. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.